Hi, I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here, Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hi, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul with something else and Sung Ray. Today, we are reviewing the Japanese drama, Age Harassment. It's about a young female entry-level employee in a large company who must reconcile her personal and professional aspirations with the realities of her workplace. She is forced to deal with a variety of types of personalities and office and office politics as she... Um, has a professional awakening, if you will, um, into what she really wants to be and what she wants to do both personally and professionally. Song Rei, since you most recently watched this drama um, and I watched it years ago, why don't you start us off? So overall, um, what we're looking at is a as she said, a story about a young lady who comes into this company. Um, she's fresh in and she comes into a position. She's seeking to work in the textile department and she almost made it, but for whatever stroke of genius, she was moved and she's in this general division department and in the general division department, they kind of work on some of everything. They're the people who are responsible for um, changing light bulbs. They're the people responsible for changing the filters when the air conditioner goes out. They're the people responsible for cleanup when certain things go wrong. They even have to take care of like if the toilets get messed up or stuff like that. So they've got like this weird placement in the company where they're like the the everything and the anybody people. And in that, she begins to learn and work into understanding things that I guess they may, I'm not sure for Japanese culture how this quite works if they discuss it in college or what, but like just thinking in terms over here in America, you learn about different types of harassments that occur in job scenes, whether it be racial, whether it be male, female, whether it be, you know, and that's the gender harassments or whether it's uh, the age discriminations, if it's uh, physical discrimination. So she's dealing with like seeing all of these things on the job place and taking them on so one of the things that made me laugh from the very beginning is that she like has this moment where she goes a little bananas when she sees a, her form of harassment happening and she just can't take it so she has to speak out about it and when she goes to speak out about it she tells them she's gonna hammer a nail into their head and it she goes right goes off and it's kind of hilarious so that was what made me like oh, okay I think I could watch this because one just to see how other because cultures deal with these types of harassments and two just you know seeing I don't know where Emery because her name is Emery seeing how Emery is going to deal with it and one when she begins to see herself in some of these things because like she's busy pointing out everybody else's stuff but then internalizing for self and seeing for self what's going on and what's happening and where she's also falling into some of these categories um overall I gave this like a 7.5 out of 10 um, I thought it was pretty good. It was a good drama. I enjoyed it. I watched it to the end. However, there were some places where I felt like they could have done things just a little bit differently and made some adjustments in pacing. But that was just my opinion. What about you, something else? How'd you feel about this overall? 
So yeah, I really um, enjoyed reviewing this drama again, because I'll say that the first time around when I watched it, I think I just had a different mindset about the drama. And so I, like with fresh eyes, I can see things differently. I can see the humor again. It, like I was reminded about how funny it was. And it reminded me about how Japanese dramas can be where sometimes they're just like, incredibly serious and then other times they're serious with like goofy elements but this drama was kind of down the middle because it was a serious drama but when she would get into that kind of like I'm gonna beat your ass mode where she was just like a straight truth teller and it's always like she would say I think she always used the phrase I'm gonna hammer a nail into you like she yes. would say that <laughs> And, you, and you'd be like, she going super scion or whatever you, you know, she was like getting into like truth teller mode. And then she would, in a weird twist, she would tell the complete truth, like truth to power, didn't matter who it was. And then everyone would just accept it. Like no one was like, you're fired. Cause that doesn't happen in reality. Like you're not going to say any kind of thing to anyone and, and just interrupt, like she would interrupt meetings. She would interrupt like major events. And she'd be like, all of a sudden she'd be like getting all her face was scrunched a little bit. And she'd be like, I'm going to hammer a nail into you. I'm like, damn chick, you know, calm down. Like if you were a coworker, <laughs> you'd have been like, I like you chick, but I'm going to step over here. Cause you look like the type who bring a gun to work. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you look like the type who might slap somebody like she would get all amped up and it was it was funny but yeah I mean the the overarching one of the overarching themes the main one was that she was in every episode dealing with kind of um, adversity or she was either dealing with it or she was seeing it right and she was kind of figuring out and negotiating how she would deal with it and sometimes it wasn't her it was like what she watched happening and and just the unfairness of things like from the get-go it was unfair to her because she expected to be in one department and she wasn't so she had to deal with that disappointment right and then she um started to see how people can be in the workplace I mean, and so that kind of reminded me of when I first joined the workplace and what it was like to negotiate um, with the realities of no longer being a student, like a college student, and then <laughs> having to be in a place for eight hours. Like I initially didn't know, <laughs> I was so stupid. Initially in my first job, I just thought to myself, how am I going to work for eight hours? whole hours like I was used to working like four hours with like work study positions or and I was like I'm gonna be there for eight whole hours like how much work can you do <laughs> so Sung Ray, what was your first initial like job was it what you expected did it disappoint you I mean what was it what was um, what was young Sung Ray dealing with my first initial job was 
one that I'm, I mean, it was just, you know, a regular little part-time deal, but I think some of the aspects of understanding how to follow order there's a pecking order in all jobs like who's Mm. the highest authority who's this person who's that person and because I grew up in a home where my mother was a business owner she was the head whatever she said happened you make a suggestion to her she you know okay that's a good idea let's make that let's do that you know so for me coming in and going oh I can't just talk to the head because I feel like it or because I want to share something that I think needs to change or I see something that's out of whack and I think we should try it this way like yeah that was my oh okay so I think it was that whole that concept of order whatever the order or pecking order thing is that I had to get adjusted to and deal with um from there also inter-office romance is dealing with liking co-workers mm-hmm. or co-workers liking you and you know that doesn't work at work <laughs> So, you well, know. it does, but it's ratchet, uh, depending man. on how you do it. I mean, listen, office romances sound all romantic and nice. I mean, goodness knows in my workplace, I would love for that to happen. Not in my immediate workplace, because they ain't nothing fine. Mm-mm. nowhere near I mean it's just mm-mm. but <laughs> it's not even built that way like real talk but in the larger company I'm like mm, there's some there's some nice nights here but see when you're so used to going directly to your desk I mean pre-COVID of course when you're used to going directly to your desk and dealing with the same co-workers all the time unless you are like putting an effort and going to the lunchroom or one of the, the cafeterias trying to like put on a show and see what's about and, you know, be social. Like I just, I never had like that kind of energy. Like I always had aspirations, but I just never had the energy. And so I don't know, it, I'm, I'm rambling here, but to bring it around back <laughs> to age harassment, I think that that was just like an interesting aspect of like what she had to see in the workplace where of course one one big element of the show was that she fell in love with one of her coworkers, and and then of course um it wasn't just about age harassment it was about other harassment so mm-hmm. there was a heavy leaning towards sexual harassment that flowed through the show I mean, you you watched it fresh, so fresh. So please speak to that, Sunray. Well, before I speak to that, I'm gonna jump back to the as I was saying, inter-office romance. So that was why I kind of hinted at that because I kind of experienced semi what Emory had to deal with, where it was a guy that we worked with I didn't drive at the time and so he used to drop us off a group of us and you know he would always make advances and eventually I fell in but I didn't realize he was also dating someone else at the job site and yeah it turned as as you called it ratchet yes it was very ratchet but no more ratchet than these people had going on because the woman who Emery the guy I'm saying woman I'll I'll get to the woman in a moment but the guy who Emery was uh talking to or uh, flirting, being flirtatious with, and eventually started liking, um, that was Sada, Koshi Sada, K-O-I-C-H-I, and then his, that's the surname, I'm assuming. See, for these, I can't tell if they have their surname first or second, but I think the surname is second. No, no, not how this 
website has it um because oh, okay says, because the, the website i'm looking at like emory it's like yoshi emory but on so this one it says emory yoshi so that's why i'm saying i'm oh. realizing now they don't have it the same as i'm used to looking at for korean information so his name is koshi sada sada is his last name um but any which way him is who emory was talking with and so they, you know, began having this thing going on, but then he was also dating Yakuri. Y- y- nah. Y-U-R-I-K-O. Yakuro. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm saying it correctly, but her. Yukiro. She's the um, Emory supervisor. So he, mm-hmm. he and Emory supervisor are on the same level in the company, but she's also married with a kid. So it was like all this drama that was going on with these three that I was like, okay, I more than understand this because in my job site where I was at when I first started working, yes, I liked uh, the guy. He would flirt and, you know, we never ever did anything. And I'm grateful because I found out about him and the other lady before we got any further. And I was just like, yeah, no, I don't do this. There's too much confusion in one space and we ain't even here on no whole eight hour day I'm here half the day now I'm good but for her with Emery she didn't realize and she got caught up and another co-worker started seeing all this drama and it was just crazy because she came back whispering and telling tales and then even tried to hold it over their heads at some point like you know well I know you're doing this that and third so yeah so you're gonna want to let me do this it was just funny but yes the older woman on the uh their team Right. I mean, and, and let's speak to that real quick before we come back to like the rest of the sexual harassment that was going, that was rampant up in there. Like, okay, real talk. Have you ever had an older female coworker who was just a bitter bitch? Because I have had that type of coworker. I haven't had that. Tell us about that. Tell us about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So a couple of times in my life, I'm, I'm remembering easily too, but I feel like there's a third that maybe I blocked out because I need to live my, my life and have my spirit be clean. <laughs> I just can't think about it, but easily two older female coworkers who I initially looked at as mentors. I was not a threat to them. I was not causing them any kind of trouble. I was just trying to be me and just trying to shine and just in the act like when you are a young entry-level co-worker or worker like just the act of you being optimistic and trying to do your best is a threat to some older female workers now this is crazy because when I interviewed for lots of jobs it was the older white workers I mean, um, supervisors or selecting officials or whomever who um, took to me. Um, the If I interviewed with a young white person um, who was maybe slightly older than me, but not like in their 50s or 60s or something, um, I like rarely got the job. It was just something weird. So I was partial to older people in the workplace. Um, and I deferred to them easily because I came from a traditional background. So I deferred to them. And so when I would be in the workplace and you had like older females showing their ass when I did a nice PowerPoint presentation, it was 
it was crazy. It was crazy. And so this, the, I remembered like that Emery had to deal with this chick because I was like, damn, what is up with like older ladies being bitter? You know, like they've had some years, professional years under their belt. And then they see new people come along and they just like want to poop in your cereal. I don't get it, but I'm glad you've never had that experience, but I most certainly have. So. Yeah, no, that one I can't say because usually I am in the field I work in. I come across as the just and anybody who's offended, I apologize for you because I this is just the take I've received. I come across as like the aunt mama. Everybody thinks you're going to come in and just be so wonderful and sweet and awesome and take care of things and make things happen. So they're always open. And, you know, the people who I have the problem with is usually other females who look like me or who are um, intimidated, for lack of better words. They're intimidated. Um, but for everybody else, it's like, oh, you're, you know, da, 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 that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't what usually get that. They really don't know you. No, they don't, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I don't see that at all. Like that is trippy. But you know what? That's that's the weirdness. And, and we don't have to stay on it forever, of course. But that's the weirdness of being black in the workplace. Because if if you're not recognizable, they demonize you. And I'm not just talking about like, I'm not talking about white people or racist white people. I'm talking about black people. I'm talking about mm-hmm. all races. Mm-hmm. They demonize you. But then if you look like you should fit into some role, like if you look like you're anything over like 25 years old and you're black and like they'll try and fit you in this kind of like mammy role. And you're like, I don't even look like that. Like, what are you doing? Right. Um, and one of my close friends is Asian, actually. She's Laotian, if I'm saying that correctly. Her family's from Laos. And when she came into the workplace, people expected her to be the quote unquote China doll. They expected her to be like all like demure and like quiet and to not say anything and to accept any kind of like <laughs> and that's <oppression>. not her <laughs> right I was like that's do you <laughs> have you even talked to her do you not recognize like this chick is not playing with you I mean and sometimes she play up to it because I mean for real for real I she mean play up to talk, it. I think we've all given in because I give it tomorrow every right. once in a blue moon just because like it makes my right. life it's, easier right and she we give into it when it came to the workplace sometimes and she would do it with dudes and it was hilarious i'd be like this chick is about to gank you she about to put a shift in your side you do not know her like she's smiling and just like blinking her eyes and doing that whole china doll thing like one dude said oh yeah she's my china doll and i was like she ain't from China. What the hell? But anyway, that's a whole di- different story. Y'all know we ramble. So, so back to, back to sexual harassment. harassment. Cause we're talking about sexual har- harassment in the show age yes. harassment. So one right. of the things that I, in this, that drama that really stuck out to me, they had a guy who, and okay, so let's just say her supervisor that I told you, Koshi, and did I say it right? right. Okay. No, no. Uh, was it Koshi? Are you talking about the female or are you talking about the guy she dated? Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're Curry. You're Curry. You're Curio. Okay. Her. 
she had a guy who was like under who was over her and then she had a guy who was under her so mm-hmm. the guy who was over her would always like try to stop this guy who was under her the guy who was right up under her so like if she's the general manager he's the executive manager so as the executive manager he would just come out and say the most horrid shit and it was always mm-hmm. sexual and then he joke he'd end by saying i joking i'm joking i'm joking and right. so then they eventually would call him out like you always say i'm joking but you keep doing this shit like you need to stop well the guy who's over um yakuro you Eureka, 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 Eureka. Okay, that don't sound like what they were saying, but okay, Eureka. The guy who was over her would say, "Hey, you have crossed over. Now you are. This is sexual harassment, or you've crossed over. This is, you know, now you are forming functioning in age harassment, or you've crossed over and you're doing this." But nine times out of ten, it was some sexual harassment because he would say things like, "Women should be doing this," or "Oh, women should make sure they have their chest, you know, sitting up," or "Women should make sure their skirt." or you know a certain way like he always had some over the top wrong yes like dude are you serious where are you coming from but you know what it's like i have not suffered from that but i've heard stories of just like like men doing too much and like we say from where we're from in the midwest doing too much um (laughs) just do it just doing it because you're like you okay so i'm gonna mention this show um, because I watched a little clip from it recently and somewhere you may not have a reference for it, but I watched this show called I May Destroy You, um, with Mm-mm. Michaela Cohen as the lead. I don't know if you heard of the show, Mm-mm. but she dealt with, um, sexual abuse on the show but there's this clip that if you can catch it it is everything in life where she does this monologue and she talks about how guys like the guys who sexually harass will walk this line they will find that gray area where they can say some dirty foul crap to people and then they'll go oh I was just joking or no, you took it the wrong way. You you misunderstood. Like you're the one who made who's making things uncomfortable. And you're like, wait a minute. Did did you just wait? Okay, no, maybe it was me. So that's what I think that you know they kind of hinted at, but because it's a Japanese drama and it is a drama, it was like extra over the top. What do you okay. think? And you could be right because again, that was always his line. Oh, I'm joking. And to the point by the end of it, I'm like, okay. Now, mind you, I don't know now, but I knew how to say joking in Japanese because he said it every single time because he kept doing it. He just kept doing it. <laughs> You're learning Japanese words <laughs> and phrases. <laughs> oh, and you know, that's okay. I'll I'll talk about that at the end, but please go on. I'm sorry. But no, just, you know, back to him. He was, he was that over the top type. And I, I do believe they may have used that in the sense of crossing those gray areas. Cause it was never anything that got him written up, called to the office or even reprimanded. It was just his supervisor would say, Hey, Hey, you're crossing over, like pull it back. You know, you're, Hey, you watch yourself. You're saying things that could be considered, you know? So he would, Oh no, no, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. But you know, I don't know. I think in jobs and no, I've never myself had to deal with that either. I think in jobs, you do just kind of have to be mindful because you want to treat people in the story, end of the day, 
the way you want to be treated. I think that is seriously the golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. If you don't want people coming at you crazy, don't come at other people crazy. And if you're not sure, ask a question. It's okay to ask questions if you're genuinely wanting to learn and not because you're being an ass. But if you're genuinely wanting to learn, ask questions. People will help you because they don't want you to cross over either. But if you're doing the shit because you're being an ass, well, yeah, you know, it is what it is. You're going to catch what you catch. And depending on who you're talking to, because uh, Emery was not playing with y'all. <laughs> no, she <laughs> wasn't. Across no, em- she wasn't. Come across an Emery who was going to tell you about yourself. And I'm like, that's me. I'm not going to play with you. I'm going to tell you about yourself. Well, see, here's the thing. I mean, just to speak on that briefly, um, that's why I applauded Emery so much, because she was a character that could not exist in real life. Like, in real life, you have to negotiate around assholes and bitter co-workers. And that's why I unfortunately had to learn a little bit about how to navigate office politics. There are plenty of books out there and I never felt inclined to read those books, but I have seen people maneuver and connive trying to like get ahead because I always did it based on my just, you know, my work and just like, I'm if my work is great, then great. And if I get along, great. But there are people who are, you know, they, they can't just be in their lane. They got to look over in your lane and then they got to like put roadblocks in your, in your way. And, and I so think part of the problem, I, and I hate to cut you before you get too deep mm-hmm. in part of where I think we need to address Emory stepped into things that didn't have to be stepped into some stuff. Yes. It was directed at her. And that's why I'm saying if it comes at me, that's different. But if you are in the vicinity of the hearing of the situation, eh, I ain't necessarily got to speak on that. Some of the stuff no, Emory no, no. was jumping into, she was just in the realm of being around. I think it's different when things come directly at you because now you no me the opportunity to respond back go ahead i'm sorry because i just want no to- no no you're 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 completely right but that's what i'm saying she's a character that would not exist in real life you know what i'm saying like she'd have been fired purely on the whole nosiness factor okay like, okay, okay okay so you you not only stepping into business that is not yours but then you you get in people's faces this is insane raw stuff she yeah, been yeah. fired like yeah, two yeah. weeks in so but but it the reality of things you deal with you know office politics is real and True. ratchet co-workers are real and having to figure out how to negotiate that is real for example i love that they included the the kind of cliquish women because oh, y'all gosh, know yes. that is real yeah. like where you walk in and it's like Oh, you get invited to lunch with the clique and they judge you. Are you good enough? Are you going to kiss ass enough or go along enough? Oh, you're not going to. Okay, we're going to keep you out of lunch. And then sometimes it bleeds over into the work. It's a mess. So I love that they included that aspect because those women were always there. Those women were always paying attention and gossiping. And sometimes they were getting it in and Emily's they way. Even and called other times her, they were giving her a break towards the end. They even called her, um, they said she had a foul spirit or a foul something that she was bringing. And I'm going, how is she foul? Because y'all are the messy ones. Like she was minding her business. She wasn't bothering you guys. You all decided to mess with her. 
Well, you know, that's why I like that they paid attention to the women. Um, I don't remember if they paid, you can tell me, um, if they paid attention to each woman, but they did kind of like- To a degree. Um, yeah. Right. They did kind of give some focus to each woman because there was that one woman who was older, but she always dressed and acted like she was younger mm -hmm. because she was, because- you know, age harassment was a thing that filtered through the whole show. And so she was trying to like keep fresh for the opportunities that were there both personally and professionally. And so um, she was one who resented Emery at one point. Like no one liked Emery <laughs> at one and point or another. No one liked her, even her boss, even her female boss was giving her the side eye and the stink eye. And then it was, it was, you speak to it, you man. also you had that one too who was um older but she didn't dress up or you know do too much but she was a part-time employee she wasn't a full-time employee like she was mm -hmm. uh, intern or whatever and they even talked in terms of those types of harassment being a whole steady employee and being this like you're not just like the rest of us because you don't have the same benefits and whatever we have and her situation because she was the one who was the super snooper who was in everybody business knew everybody's stuff because right. she's snooping around catching details um you had the right and that's go ahead oh i'm sorry no 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 go ahead no and i was gonna say that you know they they're very stark about how they delineate that both in japanese dramas and korean dramas about the part-time worker versus the full-time worker and the american version of that is like the you know the contract worker right mm. the one who has who comes in unlike you know some um you know they're not full-time they're just like the, the contract worker from a contract company and they're not treated the same way or as equals and they have to suffer um, sometimes from discrimination um, because they're maybe overworked or they they don't they do all this work and then the company never picks them up it's like you know I, I like that they dealt with the variety of types of discrimination yes I do too I think that was very very well thought out by the uh writers and the script writers um the other thing was you had those two younger women and the one younger woman was being um I think the guy was like basically running a game on her like money a money mm -hmm. scam and she had fallen in thought he loved her and was going to get married and all this stuff and then come to find out really he was just using her for the money and he had no intention because she was working as a hostess at a like a doing the most no 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 like uh it was a strip club basically she was a she was right a right host. so that they were like oh gosh because i think one of her supervisors found out and he was like hey yeah you can't do this because we'll have to fire you so you're gonna need to make that go away real fast and that's when all of her stuff blew out and then you had the other one who because oh she was saying that she had to help him through college and whatever lie he had told they were able to research and figure out yeah no that's not possible and he's not even registered to any of these schools he's telling you he's at um or hospitals because it was a school in a the hospital then the other younger lady they didn't really get into hers other than she was just messy. She seemed miserable and messy. So yeah, right. they, they did deal in. Then that one who got fired at the beginning, but I can't remember what she got fired for. She was one right. of the workers and something happened with her and Emory and she wound up getting fired. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, that happens, it all happens in reality somehow where you're, you know, like I recently was watching, 
um, something and they're talking about homosexuals, like these dudes who like, well, <laughs> they, they're in a relationship because then they have a place to stay, <laughs> oh. you know, and the extreme version is pimp culture. Right. But, okay. you know, just, just the, like, oh God, like stupid story, but I once knew a woman who was dating this guy and she was paying for everything. She was taking care of him. And then she realized, she was like, dude, how are you paying for your car insurance and your cell phone? Because he didn't have work or nothing, you know? And he was like, um, well, since you you didn't, you wouldn't pay for that stuff, I have other women who pay for it. Oops. What? Huh? That's, that's how you're going to go? There's no wow. apology. There's no shame in that? You just straight telling a chick, like, this how you get out? You get down? Like... <laughs> That's strong. So, so it doesn't just happen in Japan. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Um, but what else did you notice or see that um made you like the the drama? I think the other thing would be like the it had its dramatic effects. So the dramatic effect of me ever me trying to figure out is this woman ever gonna get caught by her husband? Like her husband was the most laid back son of a gun you ever did want to meet about uh her staying after work, her changing up, her and I think at oh, one point they no 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 um Eureka's husband. Right. I just want to be clear who she was because I was yeah, like, I'm sorry. Huh? her okay. husband, because he was just extremely laid back. But then at the end, they gave this one little quick hint at he might have known what was going on because he said something that made me go, oh, did he know she was cheating? And he was just mm. like really not caring about it. Like, wow, because I can't remember what he said, but whatever he said, it made me go, OK, I think he knew what was going on. And he just was real like, whatever, do what you're doing, because <laughs> he was just at the house chilling. He was playing with the kid. He was taking the kid to the museums. He was shopping with her. He was not caring was, about the wife. He was he's he was a low key homosexual. That's what he was. <laughs> Low-key homosexual too. Let's not play. He was like, oh, I want to be in these streets. I don't care. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know what? That's why sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying, okay, depending on how wealthy the guy is, as long as he's not famous, because that's a different level of funky. I don't know. I'd be like, you know what? You're taking care of things. You're not bringing home diseases. You know, we have a, we have a agreement set up. God, be in those streets. <laughs> like, like that's why I understand some women who are just tired. They're like, my needs are being taken care of. This is about survival for me. Like, okay, do what you got to do. I, that's why I even understand it with homosexuals. Just do what you need to do. So yeah, I remember vaguely like you find out that that's just the deal that she has with her husband. She just, she just wilding out a little bit and, and he's, he's chill. So yeah, very much. So um, the only other person who I think I wanted to kind of speak to before we begin to wrap up is Hiramato. Hiramoto, Mato, Moto. He was the tall guy who worked with them, who was being used by one of the, mm. another, general manager type person 
and right and was having him do these like little sneaky uh finance things because they also ran the finances and put money where it belonged had him doing some weird little finance things in the name of telling him i'm gonna bring you to this department to work so you don't have to stay over there because people clowned them because they worked in general affairs and they would say stuff like oh you all don't do anything all day or you all are just hanging around all day or you all uh you guys got to do all the funky jobs while we come in and we you know do the cool shit so like he kept saying like he would demean his job tell him how he wasn't shit you know but i'm i got you i got you get your back just do this for me or do this for me and he would do it and i just kept feeling like man really you gonna keep letting this dude run game on you like it was episodes that this went through and then finally they addressed it and yeah of course our girl emery went bananas and had her always a hammer and nail in your head type of situation but you know it was still like i I felt bad for him because he had been there i think he said what so many years whatever it was he had been there for a long time in that same department doing the same shit so i don't know what like what do you think about that getting pigeonholed because that's how i feel like some of them had been pigeonholed into general affairs well yeah i mean i think that was like a crappy department that was a catch-all for everything that no one else wanted to do and it was an auxiliary department because it wasn't like a a department that dealt directly with the public it -hmm. just supported all the other departments so yeah if you got into that department you felt like oh snap I'm like a crap employee that they wanted to hide somewhere and they worked the hell out of them I mean let's keep it real Emery was running around like with a bucket and and a mop in heels this chick was running in heels and in in heels yes because they had a Girl, uniform everywhere they had a uniform right i'm like chick can you at least wear tennis shoes like come on that's not even cool so it's like she had it was this weird dichotomy dichotomy right where she looked like a professional she was dressed she was crisp and yet they had them doing the most low down jobs and like you said with this guy they had him like doing low down dirty um nefarious stuff and so I that's why I like the drama I mean because okay I like the drama because it was very thorough and it's worth watching if you kind of are mentally prepared for you know all the funkiness and yet knowing that it's balanced with the fact that Emery is going to like lay that hammer down like it balances out you don't go into watching this drama being completely depressed every episode you get to see how ratchet people can be and then you see kind of how it gets resolved so that is what is great about the drama um I personally would give the drama like uh, a solid seven slash eight out of ten um if I remember correctly what I didn't like about the drama was the ending and I'm not going to tell you what the ending is if you want to watch it and I think I didn't like the ending because I was like in a more fairy tale mode. And <laughs> from beginning to end, this drama is semi-realistic, you know, not like a hundred percent realistic, but like 85%, right? Cause chick walking around talking about how near her nail, she didn't have been out the door like in two weeks, but <laughs> it, it <laughs> and the characters were over the top, you know, like when someone was bad, they were really bad. Um, but it it was 
it's a solid drama. Um, and it's a good drama if you want to cleanse your palate of K-dramas. Like if, if you've been on a steady diet of K-dramas and you need to kind of switch up the feel, then I would suggest this drama. And if you want another kind of female worker rebellion drama, you know, like the female worker who rebels, um, I would try Nagi no Oita Toma. It's N-A-G-I, then N-O, then O-I-T-O-M-A. And it's about a young woman who um, is hurt for both personally and professionally by her coworkers and by her serious boyfriend. And she, so she chucks the deuces at, at Tokyo and that job. And she moves out to like this hole in the wall apartment and reinvents herself. So if you want that kind of, if you need to like stop watching like very pretty Korean dramas, then go try these dramas. What do you think? Sonya? Now for before, well, I want to say that for this drama, this was because I told you guys my issue when we discussed our last day drama was where to watch. This drama was able, I was able to watch on Vicky. Now, the one you just mentioned, where is that watchable? Lord. Okay. Lord and that, that was Lord. all I was saying. That was all I was saying. That was all I was saying. Okay. You can stop. Yeah, no, I, it's I real. <laughs> I, I think I think you're going to have to check out like um, Daily Motion. Um was that daily motion? I believe it was daily motion. Like, I think it's been saving me a little bit, but, <laughs> but it's not YouTube. <laughs> it's like better than YouTube because it has a lot of stuff, but the way they put it in, you have to like really pay attention to the um, titles because of how they, they list stuff. So. Well, before <laughs> we go on, cause I believe we've both given our overall views of where we think this is um we're gonna go ahead and switch it up to we wanted to talk to you guys about our uh poll so we had done a poll on twitter and in the poll our question to you guys our listeners our viewers our mutes moots as people call them people who follow us and folks we follow and talk back with um, it says drama endings. Are you happy or disappointed with them? We've been disappointed with drama endings lately, but what about you guys? So we had asked that question and that was back in November of 29, November 29th of 2020. And what we got was 41% of you guys said that you were more happy with drama endings. 46.2% said you were more often disappointed and 12.8% said they were indifferent. So we kind of asked that question because basically something else and I had been watching dramas and in our discussions, we were just realizing we were sick and tired of the bad endings. And so mm. we had a poll just to kind of rule that out and ask about how you guys felt about the drama endings that you had been watching. And this was around fall of 2020. So I'm going to name a few of the dramas that were either ending or airing at that time. So we were talking in terms of, and I'm not saying we both watched these. I'm just saying these were the dramas that were out at the time. So it was Dodo So So La La So, um, More Than Friends, Private Lives, Record of You, School Nurse Files, Birth care center tale of nine tale spies who love me alice those were some of the dramas that were out at that time so just to put you back in a frame of reference of when we're talking um something else how did you like what what possessed you to feel like endings had just been being bad at that time and how do you feel now um i mean i we've talked about this before and you know i think that 
a lot of times the writers put all this angst in in like the initial like they have a great idea and they keep that drama going but they don't know how they end it it's like you don't it's like everything just peters out at the end um and as we discussed there were some shows like itawan class that just like gave you five endings like they didn't know how to stop a show um so (laughs) so it's a mixed bag um I, I think there's this weird place where I'm used to American dramas or American television where they know how to like give you the fairy tale happily ever after ending and just close the hell out of it. Like close it with a kiss, damn it. Like keep it simple. But here's the problem with some Korean dramas that close with a kiss, that kiss is weak as hell. It's jacked up. It's not even a cute kiss. Like you've been through the fire, you have walked through hell together. And then the kiss is weak. They're getting better though. They are drastically getting better because depending on the age, they can do a full on kiss. Are they giving us tongue? No. So they have something to reach for. Y'all need to get to tongue. And one day, maybe y'all do some Bridgerton sex and it will be official. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's not. I am still at pearl clutching when I see the covers come out like, oh God, we're going to bed now. Wait. (laughs) But, um, oh my gosh, we're stupid. But I, I have faith in how all Asian dramas and especially Korean dramas, I think we were thinking about at the time, how they can like pull it together. Like, for example, the end for age harassment wasn't my favorite but it was solid you know like there's a Mm -hmm. there is the different there is not liking how a show ends and then there is the execution of the ending those are two separate things they are and sometimes the execution of the ending is for trash it's all fumbly and weak and sad no you can do it stronger you can have you know like you don't just have them looking into each other's eyes and then they just fade off no you have them you know like or like that Make bullshit record of youth where ending. they walk off together. The fuck is this? Right. I'm like, y'all are grown. Y'all in your 30s and you just holding hands, walking towards the lake. And I've seen that. That is for trash. I forget what that drama was, but I went through the whole drama for them to do that. I was like, y'all didn't even have some tongue in that. No, that's disrespectful. Disrespectful. Um, so, but yeah, with age harassment. It was a solid ending. Looking at it years later with fresh eyes, I thought it was solid. In fact, I'm going to go look and see if there's an age harassment too, because that would be dope. What do you think, Sunray? Um, I kind of feel like for me, the the problem is you get to this climactic portion of the dramas. And um, I listened to, I've mentioned them before, but po- Pocha Playlist. And so Pocha Playlist, they were talking about how you get in like your 12s and your 13s everything is like gotten to this gut point and then they kind of peter off and so I kind of I kind of feel that because I feel like for me it's like once you get to those last two two episodes what are y'all doing either they're trying to cram everything in and that's not a good role and so I think that's more what you were just speaking on in terms of execution as opposed to there are some dramas where they've executed well and it's an ending you just may not have liked which is a different mindset um but they got through it they got to the ending you kind of know where everybody stands you're not lost you're not confused or when they try to throw those last minute time time jumps in stop that please (laughs) yes like please yes they be be doing that like i've even seen where they do that like 
30 minutes into the last episode. Yeah, where you'd be like, damn, y'all just didn't come on. You didn't even just make the whole last episode of Time Jump. You did the last 30 minutes and they just trying to clean up like, oh, now you're old enough to do the final kiss. Like, damn it, man. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I just feel like, so that's, you know, something that I've been paying attention to since we kind of put that out there and I've been watching shows going, okay, let's hope this ending doesn't happen terribly or let's hope y'all don't try to throw in 10,000 other things that you didn't touch before. So like um, I'm looking at Mr. Queen today, the last episode dropped. I'm still waiting on subs. I'm just going to put that out there for all of my other folk in solidarity with me who are sick and tired of Vicky and they shit with this drama because this drama y'all did a horrible job, Vicky. I'm sorry, but I got to call you out. The subs have been terrible. But anyway, Mr. Queen's last episode comes out today. And so I was like, okay, please, 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 please do not turn this into some crap. Do not go into this and y'all start trying to do stuff that you haven't been doing all along because this has been like one of the best dramas ever for me. We're going to do a show on it. Don't you worry. Cause even though something else didn't watch, I did. And I loved it, loved it, loved it. And so I just want to share with her and gush about how awesome this drama has been in so many respects, but anyway, and vast uh vesper tame in on twitter and i like i've she's one who is uh i love that she gives like extreme details she has history and all that kind of stuff she's been sharing a whole lot and so a lot of what she said lines up with where i'm at and i really you know appreciate and respect her opinion in that she's talked in terms about not just the drama being a good drama but like why it's a good drama and the writing the comedic timing things like that those are all important and they've done an awesome job with that thus far so again last episode plus we have this like special that came up which is supposed to be a prelogue i mean an epilogue in a uh, pre-log mm, is it right pre- is that right is that right a pre-log in a um epa is the end i got that part but right before prologue prologue there we go i'm like pre like, yeah because i'm missing? like pre is the word i in my mind but i'm going that's not right that word's not right <laughs> right 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 so the but no when, you know but you know something is up when they got to do something like that to well, like no, round off a show i don't even think they're doing it to round it off they're doing it to just help fill in some further gaps because some of the stuff like the drama as is and what we're doing is going if they do what i think they're going to do to tonight in tonight's episode it should be fine However, you do still have some, um, what about old boy? Is he alive? Is he dead? What's happening with him? What about her? Where was her spirit all the time? So if they do that, I feel like that's fun because they're adding more to it. It didn't need to be there, but they're adding to it. Do you get what I'm saying? So if, okay, so you're saying that if it hadn't had those pieces, it would have still been a solid drama. Oh, hell yeah. Because they gave me enough to realize- he was laying in the hospital. His spirit is here. Okay. It's, it's supernatural. We're not dealing in terms of this is what happens in real life. We all realize that's not the case. His spirit is in the, the Joe Sang period. And the girl in my retelling has merged with him. Some people are saying she's just gone. I don't really know. But at the end of the day, Ma'am, I wasn't concerned stop. with her. Like I wasn't concerned stop. with either of those. Stop. So, you know. Sunrise, stop. Now, you know how good the drama is because now she's sliding into a whole other show, y'all. 
talk about Mr. Queen. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And th- and this is, and I have no problem with it because I applaud her for loving this show. And, and I hope that you all love these dramas as much as we do. But Chick is straight up going over time oh. with this. And we need to save this for that show. Yes. I look forward to hearing about it because I have seen online how people are raving about this show. It's just not my type of show. And so, I, but I am willing to be convinced. So look out for that episode but otherwise <laughs> we have we talked about you know. <laughs> we have talked about age harassment yes 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 <laughs> trying to get you, back, you go, go I'm going back I'm going back I'm trying to take you back from your your hometown South Korea <laughs> and bring you back to Japan and that's where I was going with this before we go and say goodbye to you guys just um Something else and I have made the commitment that we were going to try to watch other country dramas, not just other Asian country dramas, not just Korean. And so we kind of did a little bit of a discussion, but nothing major at all on different Japanese dramas. So I was able to get some uh, pointers from, I think it was the K3. No, it was not the K3. Ew, Jesus. It might be Nuna dramas nuna podcast i'm sorry i'm pulling it up now because i feel terrible for not having their name like ready to go that's not how it's supposed to work but any which way but they, they listed we a drama them. yeah well no not even that they were listing j dramas and where they were watching because again for me that's been the issue so could you tell us what j dramas are you looking at right um something else you Oh, you know what? It's like a weird. When you said that, I was like, "What?" Well, it's like this weird place that I'm in right now, where um, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's like I watch them, but I don't even think about telling you guys about them. So I'd have to go back and look. Like for example, Nani no uh, Nagi no Oita Oitoma. Um, I like knocked the heck out of it. And didn't think, um, didn't think twice about it. I mean, I think I have notes somewhere where I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to talk about it somewhere. Um, and I'm going to check out my watch list um, because what else have, what else did I watch? I watched that. Um, I told you all about Nigiru. I watched that. Um, I'm, I was watching which is supposed like I remember it from old school it's an old drama like 2009 drama about this woman who marries this guy um who this rich guy who then like basically um leaves her his like his four sons are yeah, our six sons or something like that when he passes away um, to take care of. Um, but I tried that drama and it was too old and it got on my nerves. Um, I'm looking for something. So that's why when Sung Rae asked the question to me, I was thinking she was asking it to you guys because it's a real thing to ask you guys. Like what Japanese drama should be, we be checking out? I'm even watching a Chinese drama right now. Um, but um i forget the name of it <laughs> i'm 
so ratchet right now. I'll have it all together. You all so, help me get it together, okay? So if you would, we're going to put out a poll about what Japanese dramas we should be checking out. And then we're going to- And if you all could also tell us the where, because that's important right. to Songre, the where. Um, right. It was Jesse <laughs> from Certif- Certified Nunas. Jesse from Certified Nunas, uh, was, they just put out like- periodically there what they're watching and she was watching the japanese drama midnight diner and it's on netflix so netflix has all three there's part one part oh, yes. two, part three so i'm getting ready to roll into that as i'm pulling in other stuff that i'm looking at and i had also started but didn't get like i ain't even finished a full episode but um i started um i Oh, sorry. I'm like, what is that? Well, let me say this. Let me say this briefly. Um, So like another drama that I watched in the last like two months was Hotaru no Hikari. And it's about this woman who's like uh, busted and disgusted and a real slob at home. But when she goes to work, she has it together. And then her um, supervisor, who she really has nothing to do with, ends up having problems in his marriage and so he moves back to the family home that she's been renting so of course they live together so that's another drama and there's a part two that i'm gonna watch but um i was gonna suggest sung ray do you think it'd be a good idea that we both watch that um midnight diner like at least the first one yeah and I plan then to watch it Okay, so if we both watch that, because I have it in my queue too, okay. um, then if if we don't talk about it, we're at least going to do a blog about it. So let's okay. do that. That works. And the okay. other one that I was saying that I had started but didn't like get too deep in, I am like had picked up some other old dramas I was rewatching. So I was like, let me finish these and then I'll come back to this. But it's when one day I will sleep. And that's on Vicky that I was able to uh, see that. So like... There's stuff out there. It's just a matter of knowing what to find, where to find, and what's good and what's not. So we do act seriously. Listeners, please, 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 if you're watching any good J-dramas, share. Where are you watching them? What are they? And how can we, you know, how can we get down? We want to see some new stuff. Right. Because because I've said it before and I'll say it again. The, you know, it's very easy to find Korean dramas. And I think they do that on purpose. But it is much harder to find Japanese dramas. Yeah, it is. And what the worst is, like, I'll go to, like, some of these, like, uh, my drama list or some of these sites that list all these dramas. And I get all excited. I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. And then I can't not find it anywhere so that's part of my malfunction you know so as you can see we always need your help we want we love you listeners and we want your help (laughs) to help us enjoy this thing that we all love um asian television asian movies and actually oh oh, let's speak to that real quick before we end this so space sweepers we are going to be doing one about space sweepers because you have not seen that we're not going to talk about it we both love it so much but we're going to do a an episode about that so look out for that and be ready to give us your opinions about it too all right so thank you guys for joining us we look forward to talking with you again soon this is song ray and something else from black Girl Soul, reach out to us on twitter facebook instagram you can find us on youtube and listen to our pods wherever you listen to your podcast have a good one thank you so much for listening to black girl soul 
We enjoyed having you and please subscribe, like, and follow our Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next week.